Hi, it's Lisa. Welcome back to The Healing Path, a podcast created to connect our broken hearts as we journey into honest conversations about grief and loss in our daily lives. Following the deaths of two of my children, I struggled for many years to fill the holes in my heart. I felt like I tried everything, prayer, meditation, therapy, coaching, reading, journaling, waiting, you name it. Plus, I tried a few less productive approaches. And after two decades of continuing to grieve, it occurred to me that maybe I'd set the wrong target. Instead of trying to feel better by filling those painful voids, I've learned that building a a life around them is a much more worthy goal. A major part of this approach is talking openly about what my grief is like instead of keeping it to myself. With this newfound permission to let all the parts of me be here, I feel more human, less like a robot on autopilot. So I created the Healing Path podcast with the hope that sharing our stories in a mutually compassionate environment will help us to stop working so hard to hide our scars from ourselves and others and start wearing them proudly as the medals of love that they are. So thank you for joining this episode of The Healing Path. Today, I'm chatting about a post that's entitled, Hello, it's for you. This is from spring of 2021. Remember when the phone would ring and the handset was connected to the windy circular cord, which was attached to the phone jack in the wall? And when you picked it up, we didn't know who was on the other line. Yes, knowing this experience deeply qualifies me as a dinosaur, but I know I'm not alone, so I don't mind. Those curly cords came in multiple feet lengths, so we could multitask with the phone in our ears and move around a bit. We didn't have a way to protect our necks from the kinks that came from not having earbuds or having the position, having to position the phone between our shoulders and our necks so our hands were free. The thought of not answering a ringing phone, commonly known today as screening calls, never occurred to us. The phone rang, we stopped what we were doing, and we answered it. There was no caller ID, and it was a bit of a a momentary mystery when we picked up the phone. Hello? (laughs) If the call wasn't for us, we would look around the room for the intended recipient or simply shout so we could be heard in the next room. It's for you. That announcement would then be answered with a distant response coming from another part of the home or one through the actual phone with, I've got it. And that was our cue to hang up. Thanks for indulging me a few extra lines to provide some history because something miraculous happened yesterday that I just have to share. My 22-year-old son, Zach, for the first time ever, called me on his own. We recently got Zach a data plan and a phone number. This was done mainly to make sure he had a connection even when he wasn't on the Wi-Fi. Losing access to online entertainment like Johnny and the Sprites or Wobble, the radio version, on Spotify, when in the car and moving away from the house, and his internet connection is not a pleasant experience. Plus, it seemed like a great birthday gift for him. Yesterday, I received a call from a number I didn't recognize. I didn't answer because I was on a Zoom call. Later, Zach's dad told me that Zach's new number was set up and that Zach had tried calling me earlier. I made the connection and updated that missed call 
to include Zach's name. Sure enough, hours later, my phone rang again, and it showed up with Zach's name. I picked it up. Zach? Hi, Mom, he said. Hi, Zach, I responded. What are you up to? A spontaneous conversation ensued. We chatted about what he did yesterday, and I asked him questions that I knew he could answer to keep him engaged. What color is your shirt today, Zach? He responded, orange. (laughs) That's so cool, Zach. I know you love orange. Knowing his shirt may or may not have been orange, as his words don't always necessarily match his thoughts or his environment. So a minute or two in, Zach said FaceTime, and I said sure, and touched the icon that turned our audio chat into a face-to-face conversation. In addition to asking to make a plan, he asked when I was coming home. I told him I would see him tomorrow, and we talked about what we would do. I miss you, Mom, Zach said. My heart, (laughs) it's melting again, melted. I simultaneously realized that Zach had headphones on. So this was different than the calls I usually have with Zach, where his dad helps him call me and we try to connect. Usually our communication is dependent on the participation of his dad who puts the phone on speaker mode and kind of follows a constantly moving Zachary around the house while I ask him questions and he replies with one word answers, if at all, but not this time. Not only had Zach initiated the call to me without his father, it was a completely private call. Just my son and me chatting about the day. In fact, his dad didn't even know we were on the phone until he noticed my face on Zach's phone screen and said, oh, you're talking to mom? Nice, buddy. It's easy to take simple things for granted. After 22 years of phones ringing, that only involved Zachary if someone else were do- was doing the calling. I received this experience as a true miracle. It was like a smile from above, opening a new line of communication and connection for Zach and me. I felt a rush of warmth, which felt like pride and fulfillment, all at the same time. I thanked God that Zach has lived long enough to develop the skill to call his mother on his own. Now I have the pleasure of creating a ringtone for him and a meme and all kinds of fun things parents of typically developing children probably do when their kids get a phone. I could probably even put a phone locator on. As silly as it sounds, I never imagined such an opportunity with Zach. But the best part of the call was this. Although when we FaceTime, he normally holds the phone to the ceiling so I can't see him, Zach turned the phone in such a way that I got to see his shirt. And there it was, orange, just like he said. I asked him a question, and he'd answered it accurately without help from anyone. Yep, this call was for me, and it was the best call that I ever answered. So thank you for joining this episode of The Healing Path. What a what an incredible experience um, having special needs children to raise. Um, and also in our grief experience, I think we're really 
coached and called and trained to appreciate some of the little things that maybe others miss. I'm not sure. But for me, you know, having my son call me after 22 years and several thousand dollars, if not (laughs) a house mortgage and speech therapy payments, um, I was just, I was so touched. And I think the authentic, um, the authentic connection and the ability to kind of just be one of those moms that got a call from their kid once was just, was really special for me. So I've spoken at different times and written about this phrase called collateral beauty. Um, and I know it's a hard one to sell, especially if you're newly grieving or in a lot of um, fresh, raw pain. So if you are, this isn't necessarily for you, but the collateral beauty term is one I picked up from a movie with the same name. And if you've never seen it, uh, it it's worth checking out. Um, it is about It is about loss. So <laughs> spoiler alert. Um, but it's true. When we have very little, uh, we appreciate it more. And I think that's true just across the board. And that's the nature of our humanity. But things like this, it's really hard to communicate. And you could probably hear me getting a little um, teary there. This is very hard to communicate the power and the influence and the love that is generated by something like that. Um, just being able to see Zach accessing the outside world and specifically that he thought of me because, you know, I'm the problem solver, I'm the nurse, I'm the do all of the stuff. And it just, for him to just call me and tell me about his shirt, I, I don't know. Um, I hope there's at least another listener out there who can really appreciate what I mean by collateral beauty. In other words, you know, we didn't choose Zach's hard path that he's on, but there are things that show up along the way that we would have missed if we had had, um, if Zach had been born into a healthy body and if my other children, our other children were still living and had grown up. So I like to call these moments out. Um, If you have healthy kids that call you and drive you nuts, try to just step back from one of those calls, if you're so inspired, if you're good, don't even bother. But if you're so inspired, when you see your child's uh, name or face come up on your phone and they're calling you, even if you're tempted to be annoyed or maybe you're busy or maybe they're driving you nuts, which kids can do, um, take a moment and just imagine that that was the first call you ever got from your son or daughter. It's really super cool. I hope you can um, play around with that a little bit, experience it. If you do, and if you are, please uh, go to lisamcfarland.com and share something cool that happened or maybe something that you used to take for granted, but don't anymore because it's shown up um, as collateral beauty from something, some kind of a loss that you might be enduring. So As always, I appreciate you listening. And until we meet again, stay present, stay grateful, and stay healing. And as always, thank you so much for listening.